know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Hey, Heart Singers, Addie Beal here, and we are headed into step five, the final step of manifesting weight loss. And these can be listened to in any order, really. And to remember that when you're stuck in one or more phase of your manifestation process, when things seem to start stop moving, then it's time to go back to revisit one of these phases. And just as a quick recap, I'm not going to dive into them here since we have the other four episodes here. But the first step is really decluttering, clearing space. It's always a great place to start if you feel stuck and um, if you see yourself start to sabotage or see these limiting beliefs getting in your way. So you can declutter. And then getting specific was step number two and really dialing into what you what it is you want. So if you're feeling like you're manifesting things, but it's not exactly what you were thinking, it's time to go back there and get really specific. This happens to me all the time. I'll win free trips places. I'll get houses given to me. I will manifest all kinds of things like that, but not the money to actually just be free to go do it, right? It's like I get the thing, but not necessarily the finances. So it's like figuring out how to get really specific about that. And then the third step where we just throw everything at it, surrounding yourself with positivity. So if you're feeling a little out of vibration, a little like you're not quite connecting, you want to revisit there. And then our fourth step, take an inspired action. And this is my favorite thing to do if I'm feeling impatient. If I'm feeling like things aren't moving, I will look for and just kind of listen and watch the universe to bring me my next nugget that can be inspired action. And sometimes that'll come in um, form of a coach or a card reading or, um, you know, uh, a trip that will come up and appear out of nowhere. And I will act, you know, I'll just say, hey, is this it? And I'll get the vibration yes or no in my body and I move and I take action on it and let the universe know, yes, more of this, I want this. And then we come to today's lesson, which is about receiving. And this, my friends, is probably, I think, one of the hardest things for a lot of us to do. And I talked about this a little bit when I went over the spiritual laws of um, of success from Deepak Chopra, where we talk about law two is about giving and receiving. And this idea of everything is in dynamic exchange in the universe, right? So we're in constant flow and you don't want to stop that flow. So you want to give and receive as much as possible. We are so used to giving, that's usually not the problem, right? Usually we don't have a problem giving things unless sometimes when it comes to money, right? Like giving that, but the receiving of it, allowing it to come to you, being grateful and thankful for all the gifts in the world is something that might not come naturally to a lot of us. 
allowing ourselves to really be open, first of all, to just seeing all the magic around us, right? To being grateful for the sunshine, the, the, the sunset, the mountain outside, the trees, the air you breathe, that dynamic exchange with your environment and breathing in that gratitude each and every day. Gratitude is just a way of saying thank you ahead of time, right? So if you can be in that vibration of gratitude, you're going to bring to you whatever it is you want. So if you hit this step, like let's say you've done everything, you've done all of these steps and you've put them into place and you are really starting to see changes. This will happen a lot on our weight loss quest, right? We get, okay, I've got my goal. I'm excited. I'm going. I've got all the positivity in my ears. I'm feeling inspired. I got myself a coach. I'm like, I'm really in it. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in it. And then all of a sudden it'll stop and we feel the gear shift. This recently happened to me in February with everything I was manifesting. I was on fire and then it all stopped and froze up. And thank goodness I was teaching this. You know, I teach what I want, I need to learn. And so I was teaching this process and I've been going through this process. And you guys, just this past week and a half, the universe has started moving things in motion for me again. And it's because I got in and I did what we're going to talk about here today. So I'm going to give you some tools when you're at this step and you feel like I've done everything. Why am I slipping back? Is that something you feel? One of the limiting beliefs that came up in our workshop this past weekend was everybody was, I, I can't, I can lose weight, but I'll always gain it back. Right. That's like this deep seated belief that they could do it, but they would just, they wouldn't be able to keep it off right? And then it becomes, so why even bother trying? Now, identifying that thought, when you feel like you've been in the groove, everything's moving in the right direction. No, I'm believing, I'm feeling good. Identifying that you have this limiting belief that's holding you back and therefore you keep sabotaging yourself is another story. A lot of us don't take the time to sit and figure this out. So I want to give you a few questions here, but I want to also let you know, I uh, had a podcast on here recently about self-sabotage and a binge I had had that I went and used these questions on. I'll link it in the show notes below. I think it was it was just an off-the-cuff in the moment. I recorded it on my cell phone. I wanted to share what I uncovered using this process in that binge I experienced, a food binge, and I had some wine, a whole nine yards, Netflix, everything was involved in this binge. So it just got raw and real and shared that. So I'm going to drop that in the links below. If that's something that really sings to you, I'm always self-sabotaging myself. I'm always getting in my own way. You'll want to listen to that too, I think. I don't know about you, but I learn so much through other people's experiences, which is why I'm always trying to share mine on here to show how I'm moving through to the other side. So this process, to me, often when I'm not receiving, when I'm not allowing the flow to come in, it's because I'm trying to keep myself safe. My old self is trying to stay there. She doesn't want to change. She likes her dopamine hits right where she's at. She's comfortable. She knows how to live life at this spot. It's easy. She doesn't want to give up the late night binges and the food and all of that. And if you see that thought running under your, uh, under your subconscious that I don't want to give it up, right? Like when you ask yourself, okay, Am I really willing to get to this goal? And if you see that thought under there that I don't want to give it up, dive into that. 
Why is it that we care so much about giving up some food? Think about it. You love people in your life. You can love experiences. Food is an inanimate object, right? It's just your thoughts about that food. And how long does that taste even last? So just to, I don't know, just kind of dig that one up if it comes up for you. I see that one over and over again too. So the thing I want you to do when you see yourself not receiving, when you see yourself going back and reverting to ways you used to be when you were on this roll and things were happening and you were move, move, moving and the scales going down, all the things are happening. And then bam, I'm sabotaging myself, right? I'm, why do I do this? Why do I go binge when things are rocking and rolling and I've got flow coming in and then it's like I stop myself. So you want to ask yourself these questions. Where has this shown up in my past? What's the pattern? What's the universe trying to tell me? What am I afraid of? And what am I no longer willing to put up with? So you want to sit and answer those questions. And I'm going to put those in the show notes for you too. So you'll have them to come back and journal to when you see yourself sabotage, like bookmark this episode, do something with it because it will be really valuable to you. If like, if like me, when I saw myself do the binge, you might just remember, oh, Slayer was talking about this in that sabotage episode, which is called receiving. Maybe I'll put sabotage in the headline so you can search and find it easily and ask yourself these questions. And I guarantee you, it's going to help you come through another block. So you see what happens here too, is in the act of receiving, when we see ourselves not receiving, when we're not just open to receiving health, love, abundance, whatever it is, we are not in the space where we're open to that vibration. So we're not an energetical match for that thing it is that we want. So we're not ready to receive the money, the health, the weight loss. This was so clear, I think, with money, which is why I was guided down this path with money, because it's really clear, right? There isn't any, oh, I ate this, I ate that. It's money is just that, right? It's a number, it's a digit. But you can see really quickly when when it will start and stop. And it's like so apparent. So when I started looking at this for weight loss, I thought, how am I receiving health? How do I set myself up to receive health? Like you would set yourself up to receive money. Is the universe going to send me more money if I'm not taking care of it? If I don't have my tax system set up, if I don't have my billing, it's like, you're not ready for Million Slayer. What are you going to do when it comes in? Your systems are going to crash and burn. And think about this with your health. What system do you have in place for that next level of your health? Are you changing the food you're eating? Are you dialing into, do you have a defined picture of what she looks like, what direction you want to go with your ultimate health journey? And this is, oh my gosh, you guys, so much has been going on and I I feel like I haven't been sharing as much of that. And I want to get back to that in um, next week's podcast, just um, kind of getting back to a little bit more of my journey. But I've been on this health quest this year that, you know, it started, it started when it changed to my money goal. And don't worry, this is all relevant about you receiving, I promise. It's just a, a 
it just shows you how the universe works her magic, right? So universe brings me to this money goal that brings me all of these tools that I'm sharing here with you. And in the process, my health starts to deteriorate a little bit, like with my skin and my allergies. And if you follow me on Facebook, I'm sharing my journey with this live um, lifelong eczema, dealing with, I think, really some mold toxicity, all this stuff, but also working to heal myself, working, like working to allow myself to heal from the energy, from the quantum realm. So I'm throwing everything at it, like we talk about in step three, right? So I've, I've dove in this low histamine, mass cell reaction diet. And it's just, it just hit me. I was like, oh my God, I, two years ago, I changed my mantra, my weight loss journey. It went less from being about looking like hot on my motorcycle than to being about food as fuel. I just want to be the person that fuels my body to her healthiest and highest self. I want to not have drama over food or booze or whatever it is. I want it to just be a non-issue. And what does that look like when I'm her at and game, and I just don't care. There isn't a thought of, oh, I gave that thing up because I don't care because I'm so happy with how I'm showing up in my current self. Like it just feels so good to be healthy in my body. And I know this is possible because I've had times in the past few years that I go in and out of these phases. And then, of course, I bring myself back to more of a comfort level, right? I let the flour and sugar in. It's like a repeated process. So having this system, these five steps that I can look and say, okay, Ad, why are you doing the flour and sugar? Every year you say you're not going to do this and look what happens. And this year the universe was like, all right, We're going to make it so you have to do it. We're going to put eczema all over your face, (laughs) all over your hands, everywhere, so you can like figure out how to heal this. And I've said a million times that, you know, really, they don't know root cause for this. It's kind of something that's just always there. But I also know people that have healed it through Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, through all all, a whole different kind of host of ways you can heal your body. So I am diving in all of that right now. And why was I telling you this? Holy, that was a squirrel, wasn't it? But it does have to do with receiving because how do I receive health when it feels like everything is just stuck? And then I go back and I'm like, what is happening with my health that I'm not moving toward receiving it, receiving it completely? So I go back and I declutter some thoughts. I get more specific. Okay, what does it look like? And I just keep going through this process and I'll keep, the universe will keep sending me little nuggets along the way as I'm sharing my journey and it's as I'm moving forward. So since I've been back here in Arizona and have been really dialing into approaching this from my health, from approaching it to heal my body from the inside out, like truly doing that and it not being like I could get away with things. Now it's like I'm I'm not getting away with anything. My body is like, nope, it's just shut me down and it's moved me toward this food is fuel. I'm already down about 12 pounds, almost back into Wonderland. And I just know I'm on this trajectory. There's going to be a lot more learning moments and nuggets on the way, but to that final end goal weight, which was the 162, something else that happened out of getting, getting specific at our workshop this weekend, I had everybody Google a picture of your height 
and your age and a body that weighs what you do. And as I got getting specific on my end, I was over here doing, working through some of the things as well. And I Googled five foot nine, 162 woman over 50. And the images that came up were really interesting to me. The 162 and a lot of them were beginning photos. And I know I'm a large boned. I, I think I am, right? But I also remember being in my in the 160s in, I don't know, high school or something. I was going to Weight Watchers, of course. Like I wanted to lose 20 pounds or something, right? Because, of course, we we're all looking at 80s magazines of the super skinny supermodels, right? But um, that aside, I got looking at these photos and I said, okay, if I am truly my highest, healthiest self and I'm getting there through food as fuel, I'm like a machine. I want to add in weights. I want to like, I just feel good when I'm in that space. If I'm there, what is my body really going to look like? I'm like, I'm going to be ripped like these chicks are. My brain wanted to say, oh, that's not possible. We don't want to do that. That's too much hard work. And But yet I'm over here saying, these are the habits I want. These are the things I want to put in place. And I wasn't matching my image to what I said I wanted to do and put into my life. I wanted to be more active. I want to make sure I'm doing yoga every day. I want to add weights in. I want to play. I want to do some pickleball and volleyball and just get out and have more fun and be more active. And when I do these things, I know my body type and I know my muscular structure. What's going to happen? I'm going to look like those ripped bitches that I'm sitting here thinking I can't because I have that limiting belief in there that you guys, do you see how valuable that is? So if you do anything from this podcast, and this is really more of a get specific thing, but go look, see what comes up for you. Go look up your body type and see if you shake it up like that. So knowing when you get here, And if you aren't receiving it and you feel like you've done all the things and all the other steps, you know, you've, you've taken action and you've, um, gotten really dialed in. You think you have an image of what she's like and you're getting real specific with you. You've, you've gotten all this in place. You're listening to the podcast. You've got subliminals. You just got it all going on and you're not receiving. There's something you're probably blocking. So it's a really good idea to keep these questions on standby because they will uncover a lot for you. The other thing that could be happening is this resistance to change. You know, we don't want to change. (laughs) So often I see people say, you know, I just, I don't think I want to change. I don't want to do that. We want the thing, but we don't want to change what we're currently doing. So ask yourself these, okay? These are some more questions. I'll put them below. What is the upside of not making my goals? Think about that, you guys. So if I don't get to my goal weight, I will not have to change. I can just be comfortable and keep eating and navigating the way I am now and stay just comfortable and a little fluffy and I I look good. That's okay. Then ask, what is the downside of not making your goal? And really for me, I mean... At this point, it's kind of like I am chasing feeding my body so I don't react to food is my total motivation. So I think my goal becomes a re- just a result of me chasing that ultimate health. So my downside would be I per- potentially stay really uncomfortable in my body. I stay unhealthy. I'm overweight, right? Like 
those those things that we know don't bring us health or longevity later in us in our lives. So the downside could be healthy things, it could be logistical things, it could be uh, all all sorts of things, right? That I don't ever attain my goal. And I feel like I failed again instead of getting back up and trying. Even though I fail along the way, I'm not giving up. So I'm not failing the ultimate goal ever because I'm never going to stop trying. And then ask what will be different when you're at that goal. And in this process, you're going to come through all kinds of limiting beliefs and blocks. You're going to uncover them. So highly recommend getting a piece of paper and keeping, I keep it in the front of, I have a gratitude journal and in the front of there, I keep my limiting beliefs and I tap through them every day. It's my new power habit, my habit I work on until I create it and make it in my life. So this is the second 90 days I've made this my power habit because I think it's so powerful. Every day I go through and I pick at least one limiting belief or situation that I have old emotion around and I process it out through EFT or tapping. And I do this in addition to meditation, doing my journaling, the planning. And I can tell you the days I don't do this and don't move through, I'm not quite in that vibration and the universe can slow some stuff down. So notice yourself, start to create this awareness around, hey, you know, things were going great and all of a sudden they stopped. Don't just blame it on the situation around you or things that happen in your life. Look at yourself. Take responsibility and ownership. I create everything in my world. So even though it seems to me like this is all happening and out of my control, I understand I'm creating it. And I understand that someday I'm going to be so grateful for all this eczema all over my body because of the lesson it's being brought. And this is my current work, being grateful for it now. Like, I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And gratitude, again, that vibration of receiving ahead of time. So as you practice receiving other things, you need to probably practice that none of us are really that great at receiving compliments, saying thank you and truly being grateful for all the compliments you receive. Not just forcing yourself through the world words, but being like, wow, thank you for recognizing that celebrating your wins. This is another thing you must keep doing to keep receiving. Celebrating the goodness that the universe is bringing to you. Thank you for that loss on this scale. Thank you for those smaller genes. Thank you for that nugget you brought me that is my next truth. So allow yourselves to be open with an open heart and look at that vibration. And again, if you're stopping from receiving, it's probably taking you right back to step one and starting to declutter. But you have to do a little investigation here. This is kind of the step where, okay, what's going on? And you take a look and you reflect and you analyze. And is it just you need to be in vibration? Do you need to set the ground for things? Really easy to look at with the money example, right? Like setting yourself up to receive more money. Maybe I need to set myself up for a better health regimen. Maybe I need to move my schedule around a little bit gradually. I mean, you know, am I set up to do all those things I see my future self doing? Or am I still staying in my same old shell, in my same old day in and day out, yet expecting everything to change? 
All right, witches and bitches, I hope that brought it home for you. So again, the five steps to manifesting weight loss and any other big S goal, you can go back through these five steps anytime. So keep them bookmarked. And this one, check out the show, show notes and grab those questions out of the bottom and get them somewhere for yourself to keep when you see yourself sabotaging. Go through and use them as journal prompts. As always, thanks for listening, and I will see you next week. Slay her out. <laughs>